Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Hey guys, your favorite injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo here, again with my co-host, Amelia Frafrick-Nugan? Yeah, that's it. How did you Frickin know? Frickin'-Frickin'. Most people can't pronounce it. Frischen... Frigga, frigga, what, actually? Frischen glacier? And then, like, a dolphin noise. Hmm. <laughs> Some guttural clicks. I'm like... <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Finifrock. Yeah. Or which, that. <laughs> which is spelled fine frock, but yeah. it's pronounced Finifrock. Yeah. And I think the first time I had you on the show, I introduced you as fine frock. It's okay. I only think about it like all the time. So you have have you forgiven me yet or no? <laughs> you still have not. Ask me later. <laughs> so what's new with you? Anything? Uh yeah. I'm I'm in a band now. I don't know if I've said that, but I'm in a band. Did I mention I was in a band? I'm in a band. You did. Uh, are you in a band? Because I'm a, I heard I, that, I am in a band. How did you know? That's so weird. <laughs> like the glow How did of the I band. know? <laughs> I have S E P. What is that? P E S. Huh? I'm dyslexic and oh, I have ESP. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's no, I don't know. Slow moment. It was like over my head. Um, so how's it going? Yeah, I think you yeah. mentioned it before. Yeah. What's how's that progressing? Yeah. So in this band that I'm in, this band, um, we're recording right now, and we're gonna have a full album out soon in the next month. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, fun little plot twist. All of our tracks got lost over Christmas break. <laughs> so that kind of sucks. So like the to... actual recordings? Yeah, they weren't backed up. Yeah. And somebody's computer crashed yeah. or something. Yeah, That's a so... nightmare. Yeah, it was kind of a nightmare. But, you know, it's just going to be all the better. The when you guys record it again, you will have practiced that much more. <laughs> I know. Like, oh. Freaking figures, but uh, it's going well. It's going well. So do yeah, it's do funny that. because like super duper, one hundred percent high end, multi million dollar setup. I'm sure they back stuff up like six ways, six sure. different ways, right? right. Yeah. But in the world of, we're doing it on a shoestring. Exactly. Yeah. If the gerbil gets tired of running in the wheel to power the devices. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it'll be a fun thing when we're all on here, our, the band's here, just the, just me and one other person. We talk about, yeah, it was so funny when we recorded our first album. Uh, you know, we lost all the tracks, but here we are. So you're 100% thinking you guys are going to be the Beatles. Is that the idea? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How did you guess that? VH1. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> VH1. That's exactly it. Well, what, behind the music or whatever yes. where where are they now precisely um so regular listeners to the podcast know that what we've been doing a lot is answering people's questions yes. right? right so people submit questions and what i've discovered is a lot of people don't want to call a lawyer and ask a question they would rather read a book watch a video or in this case like listen to a podcast right. and li- and get answers like that and since i answer the same questions or similar questions a lot for people one by one i figured we may as well answer some questions on the podcast so it's an awesome idea we have a question uh that i will attempt to shed some light on amelia would you like to take it away absolutely yes please do I have a quick question for the Chicago work comp lawyers. I fell in a parking lot at work. I was on my way to work at the restaurant I work at, and the lot was icy. I slipped and fell before I punched in the day for the day. Now, the company is saying my case is not workers' comp. Do I have a case? Okay, so um, 
parking parking lot fall down cases are an actual category. It's like an actual thing. Like it's an actual category of workers' comp cases. Okay. And so they're actually a little bit difficult. So there's t- there's like two sets of circumstances where you can be pretty sure that the fall in the parking lot is going to be covered under workers' comp. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one is if you're already clocked in and you're shoveling the lot, sweeping the lot, sure. loading a truck, uh, loading a car, unloading a car, doing some official thing. Let's mm-hmm. say you're a delivery driver or a food delivery driver right. and you're carrying stuff out. Like if you are squarely in furtherance of the job, that's going to be covered and you're clocked in, right? Right. So the other so, – so no question, right? So the idea is that workers' comp covers people when they get hurt in the course and scope of their duties, right? right. So obviously if you're clocked in and your boss tells you go out into the parking lot and do X, Y, Z and you fall sure. down – Hundred percent, it's a covered case, right? Right, or it probably is, right? There are a few wrinkles, but probably Um, the other category where it's likely to be a covered case is if, like in this one, it sounds like the person's coming to work, right? They haven't clocked in yet, right? What it turns on there is is the parking lot. um, Is it a public parking lot where everyone parks? Or is it a private parking lot just for employees, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a distinction in the case law, and it is a term that lawyers like to use beyond the scope of the podcast for me to, like, break down all the legal reasons why. Sure. But it's a weird distinction that's in the case law. So if you are parking in the general public lot and you get out of your car and you're walking towards – you know, work to start work to, right. to punch in, you you have a big problem. It it may not be covered under workers' comp, right? So really? yeah, surprising. yeah. But if you're parking in a private parking lot or private areas of a parking lot that are earmarked and designated for employees, it's probably covered. Okay. So it's like one of those weird distinctions. That is weird. It's a little bit weird. I'm like you would be worried every time I like up anywhere and get out of the car but only if you're going to or from work yeah exactly because otherwise it wouldn't be covered if you're not working you can't exactly i mean you could file workers comp and then they'll yell at you they'll be like what are you doing you don't work here what you what i don't that's crazy workers comp they're like just go go back i want benefits (laughs) a million i won't settle (laughs) i will accept please may i have benefits um so that is step one, obviously. That's that's um, the big thing. But there's another thing to think about here too, right? So even if you're not covered under workers' comp but you have a fall in a parking lot, the next question that uh, uh, you know, a Chicago injury lawyer is going to ask you is, why is it that you fell? Like did you just stumble and fall for reasons unknown or did you trip <laughs> or slip? God. Yeah. Did yeah. you slip or trip because there was a hole right. or a depression or there's a depression and ice form there and you slipped and fell on the ice that you didn't notice and the parking lot was dark so you couldn't see that it was ice? Right. That's important because if the parking lot is not owned by your employer and a condition on the, on the, in the parking lot caused you to fall, 
you may not have a workers' comp case, but you may have a fall-down case, a premises liability case against the owner of the parking lot, I'm right? I'm so glad you know all these things because, like, I don't know these things. Well, and, like, how, how do you keep it all organized? Is there, like, just a file system in your brain? Do you have, like, a cubby system? Is there, like, no, I've been doing it for 20 years. <laughs> I've been doing it for 20 years. If I didn't know this, it would be really be a problem, right? I would be a pretty bad lawyer if I didn't, uh, if I couldn't analyze a case at this point. But this is like one of those examples, and I hate to beat the same drum over and over, right? But it's really true that there are some really great, nice people who do what I do, mm-hmm. who are injury lawyers. Right. Sure. Presumably, I would like to include myself in that category. <laughs> um, yes. But, but honestly, um, I always encourage people, please just close in time to the time you hurt yourself. Please call an injury lawyer. Just, you know, so call some, you know, a Chicago workers comp lawyer. Call Chicago work comp lawyers if you have questions. It doesn't have to be one. Mm -hmm. It's a free consultation. If the first one you call doesn't want to tell you anything and is a jerk, call somebody else. Almost all injury lawyers give a free consultation and getting this information from a lawyer that applies to your situation can mean the difference between like one little thing, one little wrinkle might be a way for you to get those doctor bills paid and and get a recovery and get some compensation for a broken ankle, a broken, you know, a twisted knee, God knows what, right? Right. Um, So... I know it's cliche and I know it's self-serving for me to say, talk to a lawyer, but it, it's super important, oh, I mean, right? And I right. think it really, it's right. one of the reasons why lawyers give a free consultation. So somebody could be in the situation and they could just be listening to the podcast, but there might be another little wrinkle to their case that we don't know about because we're not face to face with the person. Right. And we don't know the details of their case, right? So, exactly. the, so that the other thing is like as much as I try to think about the answers and the questions and try to give people good information in the podcast, right. until a lawyer collects information on your particular case, this is great information informationally. Oh, sure. But you got to talk to a lawyer and give them the details and answer their detailed questions so they can tell you whether you really have a case or not, right? Right. What kind of parking lot? Yeah. That you in. Yeah. So no. Qu- no question. Like, no question. Um, so the, those are sort of my thoughts. Um, I would say that any time you have a fall in a parking lot, it does make the lawyer a little bit. You know, it makes like your workers' comp lawyer a little bit nervous because they are hard. They they tend to be hard comp cases, cases. and they tend That's what when. I've heard. Yeah, when the respondent attorney, you know, the insurance company attorney finds out it's a fall in a parking lot, in the back of their head, they're like, ha-ha, we got a good one to defend, right? So um, the harder or more complex the case, the more important it is to talk to a lawyer. Mm. So, I mean, ultimately, that's going to be my advice. What's the timeline of events? So, like, let's say I got injured on the job. Well, let's pretend this is me and I, I sprained my ankle Obviously, I go to the emergency room because it's a sprained ankle. But after the fact, do I tell work first or do I, do I just go straight to an law- injury lawyer? So if you get hurt at work, pr- I mean, you've got to tell them. You've got to let them know that it happened, right? So, right. so technically, you must notify them of the on-the-job injury within 45 days. And on the application for adjustment of claim, it even says, did you report it orally or in writing? 
right? Okay. Or, or you can check both boxes. If you fall at work, presumably you're going to tell them, I can't work. I'm going to the emergency room. Sure. You've reported it. Okay. Right? right. So um, a lot of companies, there is a form called report, uh, first report of injury. Um, sometimes people fill that out right away. Sometimes it never gets filled out. But there are certain circumstances where it's hard for an employer to credibly dispute that you reported the injury for example, like if your supervisor drove you to the emergency room, how can uh, they possibly claim that you didn't report the injury to them, right? Right, So, right. So I would say like you definitely have to report it right away when you have an on-the-job injury, but consider calling a lawyer right away. Like right. obviously if your life is in danger or you're in excruciating pain, go to the doctor. Oh, right, yes. Your health comes first. But of course. the sooner you consult with a lawyer, honestly, the better. My thinking was like for insurance purposes, like mm-hmm. if you were to say, this is what happened, um, like anything that you say, c- could it be used against you? Mm-hmm. Like in this report, like if you're like, oh, I slipped and fell at this time and it's like the wrong time, could your yeah. be like, so, hey, you said right. it was this time. Right. So here, here's the thing you have to understand. You have to cooperate with your employer. And if they want to do a written report, you have to, you know, you have to cooperate. You mm-hmm. can't like not answer their questions. Sure. And most of these report of incidents don't include a space for the injured worker to sign. Mm-hmm. The supervisor or some boss is filling it out and then they're signing it. So there's always, it, it, almost always going to be an issue of fact. So if the supervisor writes something that factually is at variance with what the injured employee says, our client didn't sign it anyway, right? Uh, I see. So that can be a problem, but it usually it's isn't. usually not. Okay. The The moral of the story is if you fall in a parking lot and you're trying to file a comp claim, it's probably a hard case. But you you may also have the opportunity to um, talk to a lawyer about a premises liability fall-down case, too, depending on what happened to you. Make sense? It does make sense. I don't know. I feel like I use too many big words. No, you. T- I totally get it. I just. <laughs> I get so overwhelmed because I picture myself in that situation, and then I think, oh god, that sounds awful, and that whole process sounds awful. But that's why we have people like you to tell well, us that. Hey, no, nobody likes to think call. about getting hurt. Yeah, folks. Thanks for listening, and um, tune in next time when we will answer another question from another person. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Take care. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888-HURT-318, you'll have a couple of options. 888-HURT-318 is my toll-free 24-hour telephone line. You can call that number and speak with my team night or day. First, you can call 888-HURT-318 and you can speak to me for a free consultation about your case or situation. That's always free and no obligation. Second, you can tell the operator that you'd like a free copy of my injury DVD and book. I created the DVD and book and I give it away for free to injured people who need answers but who might not be ready to talk to a lawyer yet. Same deal, 100% free, 100% no obligation. 
information. Third and finally, you can check out my YouTube channel for informative videos about the injury case and claims process, or check out my other podcasts for more information and interesting interviews with people who know different things about various aspects of the law. I've put all of this together to help you and answer your questions. Now, you can also help me, and I hope that you will. If you enjoyed the podcast and if it helped you at all, please subscribe. And if you can, take a minute and please post a positive review of the show. If you're listening to the podcast on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know anyone who might enjoy the podcast, please spread the word and share it on Facebook. It's my mission to spread good information to as many people as possible. And your liking and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast helps me get the word out. Thanks again. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It doesn't substitute for consulting with a lawyer. If you have a case, speak with a lawyer right away. Mm -hmm.